0: Hello and welcome to the Kayla Estenson Wellness podcast. I am your host Kayla. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist practicing in Minnesota and I work mainly in the areas of life transitions, anxiety and perfectionism. I'm also a registered yoga teacher and love to utilize mind-body practices as a tool to connect ourselves and regulate our emotions. This podcast is new to me, and I am super new to podcasting. This is my very first podcast that involves me talking about a topic as opposed to leading a meditation. So bear with me as I kind of grow into my comfort level of this. My intention for this podcast is to give episodes both about therapy-related topics as well as some guided mindfulness practices for you at home, My goal is to make one episode per month, and we are just going to see how that all evolves. Today, I am going to talk about people-pleasing. People-pleasing seems to be something that so many people struggle with. I know I work with this pretty much every day in working with my clients, and lately I've been talking with people about how working on reducing people-pleasing is such uncomfortable work to do. I figured this would be a topic that a lot of people could relate to and could use some support on. And this is also a topic that is so near and dear to my heart as I have been kind of a lifelong people pleaser um, and have been, you know, in the past years doing a lot of work to reduce that for my own personal experience. Recently, I put out a poll to see how many people struggle with this um, on my Instagram stories, and it was no surprise to me that the answer was a resounding yes for everyone that answered to that poll. I also put out a question box to see where people are um, struggling with this the most, I got a lot of responses about it being difficult to say no or feeling the need to go above and beyond for others when we're struggling with people-pleasing. Another common response was the feeling of not being able to honor our own needs um, and maybe even feeling resentful about others that we're in relationships with. And I also got a few responses about the difficulty for understanding one's own emotions or wants when they're so preoccupied with others' feelings. So yeah, these, these are some super common experiences that can come up with people-pleasing, and I'm going to make sure to speak to all of these different points today. People-pleasing and is often tied in with anxiety, perfectionism, codependency, and low self-worth. So if you struggle in any of those areas, you'll probably find some useful points in the topic of people-pleasing as well. So let's start off with identifying what people-pleasing is. People-pleasing is when we feel the urge to say yes or go along with something just to make someone else happy, even when it's something that we feel uncomfortable doing. It's often really tricky to pull people-pleasing apart from the value of compassion since they usually co-occur, but they're a little bit different here. And I'll break down that a little bit more so it makes some more sense. When we are acting from a place of compassion we might choose to do something for the sake of someone else even when we don't want to. But the feeling behind the action is different than people pleasing. When we're acting from pure compassion we are motivated by the care for someone else and are also still tuned in to our own wants and needs. It becomes a choice that we are intentionally making and, and when that is a choice, it feels much more settled in our experience. It feels more okay for us. So for example, last week, my husband and I both needed some items from the store. Now, if you know me, I really do not enjoy running errands. I hate going grocery shopping or going to the store. Um, so when I picked up some items at the store for myself, I didn't want to be there any longer than I needed to, to pick up some additional items for my husband. But the value of compassion and care for my partner motivated me to spend that little bit of extra time to get those items for him. While I certainly didn't enjoy being at the store longer, it did feel good that I could do that for him and it felt very much like a choice. When we are operating from people pleasing, the urge to do something that we don't want to do feels less settled. There will often be that feeling of anxiety or codependency underlying the surge, which can manifest as those what-if-thoughts or the feelings that we won't be accepted if we don't go along with it. We might feel that we have to agree to something because if we don't, we might be less accepted by the other person and we might feel less worthy ourselves. It becomes something that feels less like a choice and more like something we feel that we have to do, it often feels pretty uncomfortable, and the feelings of resentment or anger go along with this. So so when that resentment comes up, that's a pretty good indicator that we're probably operating from people-pleasing rather than just compassion. So why do we people-please? Well, Most of us learned this as a way to cope with our world from a younger age. There may have been explicit or just subtle messages from our parents or caregivers that we will be more accepted if we do things that please others. Most of the time, our parents were just doing the very best that they could and didn't intend for us to feel less worthy by standing up for our own wants or needs. They might have been parenting in the best way that they knew how to at the time. They might have wanted the best for us, and so they taught us that to go with the flow or do what is accepted, they they did that because they thought it would serve us best. And acting in ways that please others is so reinforced in our society Teachers, coaches, and other adults in a child's life will often praise or reinforce them for doing what's expected. It's often easier to make or keep friends when we're going along with whatever they want to do. Employers are often attracted to employees that will do what's asked of them. So it's no surprise that many of us struggle with people-pleasing. The world really loves us for it. And there is kind of that fine line of... um, kind of doing what's helpful, doing what's part of a job, to kind of going above and beyond and kind of giving up on our own wants and needs. One way or another, we learned that in order to be loved, accepted, and worthy, we have to make other people happy. We diminished the importance of our own wants and needs and made the wants and needs of others more important we start to feel like our existence is a burden unless we are doing something that serves someone else. This is why it can be so confusing to know what we actually want in life because we are so driven to just be accepted. So while people pleasing is greatly reinforced and can be a way to get far in life, it can also be a really disconnecting experience. We lose sight of our own inherent self-worth. We lose sight of our own values and things that are important to us. Our confidence becomes tightly wound with how other people feel about us. People-pleasing brings us on a roller coaster of emotions. We feel good when other people are happy with us, but we also resent others and ourselves when we have to do something we don't want to do. We feel low and worthless when... Other people are disappointed or inconvenienced by us. We are constantly doing a guessing game in our mind to figure out what we actually want in life. So what can we do about it? If people-pleasing has gotten us to where we are in life, won't we lose it all if we let go of the people-pleasing? Unfortunately, sometimes we do lose things that we have when we let go of people-pleasing. Sometimes when we choose to focus on what we actually want and value, others won't approve of it. Others might have become attracted to us because they want someone who will people-please for them, or they have gotten used to us going along with most things. A certain job or position in life might be dependent on us giving up our sense of self. So there, there might be things that you find aren't quite as authentic or aren't as in line with what you really want or value and giving up those things or, or learning in that in the process can be really challenging. Initially challenging the urge to people please is often not reinforced. It often feels really crummy when we start to work on it. Asserting ourselves, saying no, or choosing to do something for ourselves may leave us feeling lonely, rejected, or unworthy. Because the rewards of challenging people pleasing lie mostly in the long term, I often tell people that working on people pleasing is one of the most challenging things to work through. When we challenge people pleasing, we have got to start to see the world differently. We have to start to see ourselves differently too. We have to learn to accept that we are inherently worthy regardless of what others think. We have to learn that we are worthy regardless of our career or our status in society. And boy, is that hard stuff to do. And it really is a lifetime of work to do. So let me talk about the benefits of challenging people-pleasing so that this hard work might feel a little more worth it, if you haven't run off from that last uh, little section there. Um, When we let go of people-pleasing and accept that we are inherently worthy, we get to have authentic relationships. We get to feel like equal members in our families, partnerships, and friendships, we get to feel like worthy and valuable members of our society, even on our off days. We get to feel like we have a choice in what we think or do. We get to actually exist. Imagine what it might feel like to think that an action you choose to do might inconvenience or disappoint someone and know that you will still be worthy and lovable. To be able to set healthy boundaries without the fear of being rejected. To be able to put yourself out there and work towards your goals without fear of what everyone else will think about you. Again, I will say that this is not easy work. This may be the hardest work that you do in your entire life. You will have to try a lot of new things, and a lot of the time you're not going to get it right. Right? You might assert your needs in an extreme way because you're struggling with this new skill and it might require some relationship repair. You might have to put in a lot of work to find out what you actually want, need, or value. You'll probably have to relearn how to be in relationships with others and with yourself. And you'll have to learn new ways of getting to where you want to be in life. Because this is lifelong work, I invite you to start slow if you're wanting to do this work. Be patient with the process. A helpful place to start is by noticing the urge to people please. Notice where it pops up and how you experience it. Notice what thoughts and sensations are tied to the urge to people please. Get to know your patterns with people pleasing. For when you feel ready to start challenging the action of people-pleasing, you can start small. When a friend asks where you want to go meet for dinner, you might actually suggest a restaurant that you want to go to rather than just saying, I'm up for whatever you'd like. You might start talking about this concept with a trusted friend who is likely to support you in this work. Working on our own self-worth and our boundaries is an integral part of this work, and those are huge topics. I am really passionate about these topics, and I plan to talk about them in the future, so stay tuned if you'd like to learn some more about that process. Um, And I want to give those topics some good solid time and attention, so I'll just touch on them a little bit briefly here. Um, So working on self-worth is a big focal point in challenging people-pleasing. Some helpful tools here might be focusing on bringing in self-affirmations, doing kind of a gratitude practice for yourself, um, doing some actions of self-care, and really honoring your unique gifts and values, putting in the legwork to recognize that you have inherent worth, And this this is like a super daunting process. So it can be helpful to do this with someone you trust or work with a therapist on challenging the barriers to recognizing your self-worth and building in some of those helpful practices. This is um, work that we don't do a lot in our world. So it, it can be really helpful to have some guidance, have someone else walking that path with you. Boundaries are another necessary part of working on people-pleasing, and with this we have to really recognize that it is okay if our wants, needs, values, or goals differ from someone else's, and that we can honor those even when they inconvenience someone. We have to put in a lot of practice to know when we need to say no to someone else so that we can say yes to ourselves. In this process, we learn that we are okay with, and we learn what we're not okay with. We learn how to let other people's stuff be their stuff, and that we don't always have to take it on. Again, not an easy process, especially when we tie in our self-confidence with how other people see us or think about us. Um... So I really can't speak highly enough of the value of working with a therapist you trust in exploring these boundaries. They can be a super safe person to practice those with as well. So yeah, that is just kind of my brief overview, just really skimming the surface on working on self-worth and boundaries to reduce people-pleasing. In the future, I'm definitely going to go into those topics some more so that I can give them the time and the attention that they need. So on that note, I'm going to kind of bring this episode to a wrap-up here. Um, So this is just kind of tapping into what people-pleasing is, some ways that it starts, and some of those initial practices to start challenging it. And again, I will dive into more topics that are really related to this that will help you work on challenging people-pleasing. Again, it's a long process. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of work. And in my experience, it's been super worth it. Um, I'm also putting out a lot of this kind of content all the time on my Instagram, Kayla Estensen Wellness which you can find in the show notes. Um, There you can access my website and ways to connect with me. So if you have any questions um, or any related topics that you'd like more information on, please feel free to contact with me because I would love to address them in future episodes, on my Instagram, or in my newsletters it's really helpful for me to get that feedback from you to figure out what kind of content you want, um, or that would be helpful. So please don't hesitate to reach out. And yeah, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me in this first topic focused episode. It still feels super foreign to me right now. And I'm also pretty excited to keep playing around with it, growing in my comfort level with it, and putting some more episodes out there. Um, Yes, so feel free to touch base with me if you'd like, and I look forward to connecting with you in my next episode.